Hey everyone, welcome back to the Class 1A Podcast. My name is Andrew Nimsgren, and today I am so excited to continue talking about the My Hero Academia Vigilantes manga with chapter 96. It has felt like an eternity since we've got the last chapter, Dylan. I do think this was a little bit of a delayed chapter, if I remember correctly, but nonetheless, I cannot wait to get into this chapter. How are you doing today? Good. Um, what, what's what's the, like, what do people say? Like, distance makes the heart grow fonder, uh, something like that. Something That's like how that. I feel about Vigilantes, because I love it so much, but we don't get it. It takes so long for it to come out. It's like two weeks. We were talking about this before the, the show. Two weeks feels like an eternity. It's so long. I just want more of this content to come out. I mean, the next chapter comes out on March 12th, which is like, what, a week before the actual next season years. comes out? It might as well be years from now. I know. So, I mean, this was a great chapter, though. We got Naomasa pretty much finally cracking down on the vigilantes. We got some more good Soga time, and it's setting up of kind of what's going to happen next. So let's jump right into with everything that did happen. Starting with, at the beginning of the chapter, we do see Mew and Yi, the twins from the whole dance crew at Naru Fest, coming into Hopper's Cafe, where they pretty much find the rest of the uh, the Naru Fest group, all trying to get more information about Pop, where the Hoda brothers pretty much inform them everything that Pop's kind of given them, and not that Midnight has given them, that Pop's in a uh, stable condition, Koichi's doing all he can to help right now, and that they really don't have too much to worry about, saying that, don't worry about it, we'll give you updates when we can, but... Otherwise, just get out of here and don't disturb business. But as they're about to leave, they say, actually, nah, why don't you eat here and get some food? And we kind of see that going on outside of it, a bunch of construction still recovering, the whole area recovering from the destruction that Pop caused. Um, we go back to see Koichi hanging out by the hospital, getting a little bit of a flashback, seeing that Soga gave him two phones. And we learned that one is just for contact, and then the other one is always going to be for emergency. Um, he gets a barrage of calls from his mom. So he texts back saying like, hey, we're good. And then at that time, Rap shows up with some more food. But he also does accidentally reveal, even though Soga told him not to, that there was a break-in at his house and that Soga went to investigate it. Um, Soga was just kind of going over how Koichi is pretty much the only renter here and kind of looking into the break-in saying that it didn't seem to be like a full-on burglary and that they may have came for something specific, which we do know is Knuckle Duster's um, actual Knuckle... Um, bronze fist or whatever they are um and that's really the only thing there and then he goes and starts going through the building and he finds that under a sheet there is some kind of something stashed recently and as he lifts it up he does get a call for uh moyuru telling him that the cops have arrived at the hospital now masa has come and he is not here to play anymore he's pretty much saying that hey you guys have to invest uh cooperate we're now taking over security of the hospital and you guys will have to come into questioning and play along nicely um, Soga pretty much says, like, yeah, we have no problem with that, but are you guys going to be protecting Pop forever? Like, are you guys going to be here for the long term? Because that's not what your system is made to do, and that's why we're here to catch the things that fall through the crack, kind of showing of where Soga sees his place. But Midnight shows up saying, like, hey, everyone calm down. Now, Masa, you suck in negotiations. Soga, play along. Everything's going to be good. We'll talk about the long-term security after this initial questioning. But as he does that, Soga does call um, Koichi's second phone, which is the alarm, which tells him to run, and Soga also takes off starting to run. A couple of the cops go after him, because some need to stay there on security duty, while also Naomasa does end up making a call. We see that he calls Ingenium, telling him that negotiations have failed, and that he has to be deployed to catch the high-speed villain, the Crawler, which was very, very interesting. So, before we get into the actual Koichi being a villain at this point now in the 
Eyes of Heroes. The setup here is really good. I think it's nice to kind of touch back with the Naru Fest. Obviously, people that were very close to Pop and worried about Pop when she disappeared and saw the destruction that she actually caused. It was a nice little moment saying like, hey, the whole ward is still kind of destroyed. This is where everyone is doing, but not really any story elements out of it, right? Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed like going back to them because I don't know, like I, I was incredibly worried that uh, Pop was kind of like soiled in everyone's eyes because she was like a villain very clearly. Um, but I think I think they kind of came back around like, I don't know if 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 like uh, Koichi did damage control or whatnot. It was like, hey, yeah, she's a villain, but like she's not really villain. Everyone don't don't like fret too much. So it, it was good to like circle back and see that they don't like hold anything like super ill will against her and that they actually do have like her safety in mind yeah and, and it was great but it also felt like come on like you could use four of the 20 chapters in this to kind of catch up with everyone i mean for the 20 uh 20 pages in this to catch up with them i'm like i, I get it but it was kind of cool going back um it's been a while since we've seen koichi up on the rooftop and the whole little system we have going there but i Love the tease and don't love the tease. Like, oh, we're just kind of going back to the penthouse again. Like, it felt like Soga just went through the same exact thing that happened in the last chapter where we found out the break-in happened. That, like, okay, we got nothing new. There was a box of something stored there, but we don't learn what that is. So, like, the first eight pages just felt like kind of rehashing things we already knew. I don't think the box is storing something. I think it's storing someone. You, there's not a dead body. No, it's it's not a dead body. I'm still convinced. I'm still 100% convinced that the person who took Knuckle Knuckle Dusters Knuckle Dusters is still his daughter and she was hanging out in that box. Why would she stash a single box in the corner of an abandoned building and then hide in it? Because she's on she's on the run. She's she needs somewhere to sleep. Why is she on the run? She was just in the know. hospital. I don't know. She's beating people up, maybe. <laughs> I don't I don't know where any of this is coming from. Maybe I, I know you did the recap last time, and maybe I'm missing some stuff. But I don't know where this conclusion came from. I mean, I mean I, what else could be? I what? think it's Knuckle Duster. We haven't seen Knuckle Duster die. He's not getting an off-screen death. We just got like an eight-chapter flashback to him. He's not dead. Knuckle Duster took his Knuckle Dusters, and he's storing weapons there to take down the big bad. So, so you think in the box, Soga opened up the box, and there were just a bunch of weapons it's there. It's gear. I think it's gear. I think it is more of Knuckle Duster's gear. I don't know. Or maybe the old clock outfit. Or maybe something like that. Like, it honestly surprised Soga, which means that it wasn't as straightforward as weapons and supplies. I agree with that. But a person hiding in a box doesn't make sense. But I think Wait, why a that? hero costume from old clock could be really surprising. Like, oh, what is this? Like, I know about the old man's backstory. Like... I don't know. I, I I think we're not going to come to agreement on that, but... We, we, will, we will see. We'll see in the future. Yeah. But kind of going on to the whole Naomasa thing is that, like, he's broke. And I and then we see a little bit of why he made the decision to put the warning out for Karichi's uh, warning. Is that, like, Sogo was saying, like, hey, well, um, one of these times he's going to get into a fight with a real villain. And Sogo says, well, he'll be ready. And the Naomasa replied, well, that's what I'm concerned about. Which it, which it does make sense, is that Koichi is starting to see himself a little bit more as a hero and a competent one in that, and that he can actually fight. And that's where Naomasa starts to see him as dangerous, 
because before it was the small stuff or he was running away and calling in heroes to kind of save the day. But now, in a fact where Koichi is actually preparing to fight, it does make some sense for Naomasa to put out a warrant for his arrest. I don't know why they're running, and I don't know why they're calling him the high-speed villain as if they're thinking that he is 2 o'clock. Is that how you took away from that? Or is that just the same? No. Is that just a coincidence that he has the same name as the other one? I think it's just like more of a coincidence. At least that's what I took it as. And I don't know. It, it is That is like a weird like thing of like, he's he's very clearly wanting to arrest him because he just wants him to stop being vigilante. But they also are like labeling him. They're giving him like the villain label. The high speed, and the high speed villain is what they have called two o'clock in the series multiple times. Like, I think the cops have addressed him as that. And obviously, when they had the interaction with the crabs and Fatcom and all of them there, he was clearly a high-speed villain. So using the same exact naming for Koichi feels purposeful. Hmm. As if they don't know who to call. Because they haven't had any... I guess they had one face-to-face -face interaction with them. So they know it's not Koichi. But I just don't think it's a coincidence that they have almost the exact same villain description name. Right? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. see Koichi's high speed, like Ingenium's high speed. Well, no, 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 no. The He's, thing Ingenium chased after. His we high we speed. do see his high speed because, like, he 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 literally like zooms around everywhere now, and I I I think that's kind of like solidified back in the chapter of where him and Ingenium teamed up, right? Where they were like keeping yeah. up with each other, kind of going after that's the bus. True. So I, I I took it more of like you can't go the high speed villain being a classification of what his abilities are, rather than like aligning very specifically to like oh this is the same villain as this other one yeah but i just thought like i'm pretty sure they know how his quirks work so like the gliding villain the qual crawler or something like that like i just felt like there would have been a different name for it but maybe maybe we're thinking too much into it but i just thought that was very different but i do love that they're bringing genium back yeah and in genium like, i think looks that sick. is such a cool showdown yep i think it's going to be super cool to see him go up against pretty much one of his old mentors, how Ingenium is going to handle this. I mean, I think there'll be a chase, but I think there'll also be a really cool conversation here. And I don't know what's going to happen there, but I think they couldn't have picked a better person to go after him besides maybe a racer head. I would have loved a racer head too, to kind of come in there, but I don't know how a racer head would really be able to catch up to him. He'd have to almost corner. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it I, makes more sense. I, I do think it's like the best, best pick by far. Like it's, I was wondering about this of who could actually go after him because you can't really have like an endeavor level person to come in and like act like, like an endeavor couldn't really keep up with them either probably yeah but I mean like someone like that like you can call in like yeah. any any all might. yeah all might or whatever but like they wouldn't do that and so who's really gonna go after him? Aizawa's coming in at some point like we know we know that Tsukiji absolutely called uh or texted Aizawa so he's coming in at some point but like actually getting uh ingenium to go after go after him is oh, it's just so good it's just so good they're gonna have like a sick chase and that's gonna be really cool and ingenium looks badass now like i don't i don't know if it's just because it's like final panel kind of hype or whatever but man he looked badass what if putting it out there what if this is all just a big ploy what if you think naomasa's trying to bait out two o'clock because I don't think Ingen like Ingenium was in support of Koichi kind of doing the vigilante work. Like he was willing to look the other way. Like 
I have a hard time with Ingenium completely flipping a switch because he had the close one with there. And now Amasa's been very on it. And I think some of this could be a show, assuming that 2 o'clock is watching right now and waiting for the moment to go after Pops. So like, oh, there's only a couple police officers there now. Like, this is an easy chance to go and finish off the job. Like, do you think there's any chances of one big ploy to get them all distracted and then come back together? Because Ingenium would be needed to capture 2 o'clock. Like, it makes sense that he'd be needed to take down Koichi, but also 2 o'clock because they're both high speed. Yeah, I think that's, like, the ideal version of what happens here is it's kind of revealed, like, oh, it was actually a ploy, and we were, like, working with Knuckle Duster the whole time, too. Like, like it's it was, like, a whole big mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I think that's the ideal, but I, I think it's being done so well that that might not be the case because like i think i I think in normal like circumstances like if you're doing writing and it's i don't know it's like very run-of-the-mill that would be very obvious like you would write it very midnight didn't seem to be in on it at all and i feel like midnight and eraser both would have been in on it so i feel like uh midnight might have i guess she did a good job of saying like hey just come along it will be fine we'll deal with long-term security like Despite not knowing what's going on, she was definitely on Naomasa's side, despite wanting what's best for Pop, which was kind of what made me think about it. Like, oh, she was really willing to cooperate really, really quickly. So that's the one way, but I don't think it's going to happen, but that was just a theory I wanted to throw out there that it would be cool, but also doesn't feel right. I feel like it should be more Koichi-centric if they're going to kind of bait into a plus one. Yeah. I, Rather than yeah. an off-page plan with a detective. I think it could be, though. I think it could be, but I don't know. I Maybe the last panel... Or turn into that. Or 2 o'clock sees this as an opportunity to take down Ingenium and Koichi, and then it's a two-on-one or something like that. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's definitely not, like, a off-screen uh, plan. Because, like, looking back at last chapter in the last panel, there was only two detectives there, and they were very clearly wanting to go after the crawler, so that... Definitely seems like it's probably not a secret plan, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. But no, I think I wish a little more happened in this chapter just because how slowly we do get these chapters, but I do enjoy it. I love the last eight pages. I love the interaction between Soga and all that. I want to know what's under this crate. I love kind of seeing the Ingenium and Koichi showdown coming down, but is there anything else you want to touch base on? Before yeah. The, we wrap the last up? thing I wanted to talk about is that they keep doing these little hints that he's actually really strong now. They keep hinting yeah. that Koichi is actually really strong, like where he's like jumping over all this stuff. Uh, like I think yeah, Raptor's just, just like easily able to jump through. This yeah, yeah. yeah Raptor's like you're just like doing that now. He's like, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like no big deal. Which which I think that's like the little hint at like oh he's 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 actually ready to throw down. Like he's gonna yeah. throw down and it's gonna be sick. I uh, I think yeah, there's gonna be some really cool battles, chases, whatever it's gonna be coming up in these last couple of chapters. So. I can't wait for that. But I guess despite it being a short chapter with not too much happening, we still do need to give out a quick plus ultra. We do. So the plus ultra award is an award that usually we give out with a lot of these chapters where we just decide some character that went above went on pretty much stood out within the chapter. And Dylan, who would your pick be this week? I, I'm going to give it to the same person I thought about last week. And I think I'm going to give it to Soga. I still think Soga is in this like, like he's in this leader mode. He's like calling shots. He's really, really cool here. I don't know. I, I, I really like Soga right now. He feels like a like a very competent person, um, and he's handling everything super well. So I'm, I'm gonna give it to Soga. I have to agree with it too because he really feels like a more put together version of Knuckle Duster. 
He seemed smarter. He seems to all like knuckle duster always thought a couple steps ahead, but it was always a little rough around the edges while Sogus definitely took everything knuckle duster taught him or he observed from knuckle duster and kind of bumped it up a level and made it all more clean and professional, which you almost need to do when you're kind of not on either side. So I definitely do think it is. I don't know if running from the cops in this situation was the smartest, but outside of that, I think he's been such a cool character. One of my favorite character develop like character developments in all of my hero academia from the beginning to where he is Absolutely. now. So I could just talk about him and give it to him every single week if I wanted. But I think that is a great place to wrap it up. Thank you all so much that listened. Just as a reminder, we do do other episodes. If you are watching on YouTube, we do do a bunch of other things. You can check out our class one, a podcast weekly, my hero podcast on all major uh, podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple podcast, all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, if you want us to hear us talk about manga even more, we do do weekly breakdown of the My Hero Academia main manga on the YouTube channel only, not to spoil anyone that is a podcast listener. So make sure to check out that if you want more My Hero content. We're doing more than ever, and we're also going to be doing a breakdown of the brand new Season 5 trailer that just came out earlier today as a recording. So make sure to check that out on YouTube as well. But thank you all so much for listening. I can't wait for the next chapter. And looking forward to talking to you all next week. See you in class next Saturday.